Welcome to the Soccer Podcast, where we talk soccer in Delaware, soccer in the rest of the world, and everything in between. My name is Fashion, and this week I'm joined here by Dwayne. Yo, what's up, Seb? No technical difficulties this time. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been like three weeks since we recorded an episode, or two weeks since we recorded an episode. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. A lot, a lot has happened in the last uh, like two weeks since we recorded. Yeah, um, what's going on in the world? Yeah, um, so let's let's kick it off with the with some duck news. Uh, some duck dynasty. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, since we last spoke, uh, we were we were heading into the Middletown game, and since that point, we've had four games. Uh, <laughs> fortunate enough to have won all four of them. Um, so beat Middletown in the uh, in in what we're, what what uh, what Anthony and I are calling it, like our our own internal friendship rivalry, friendship cup. The friendship cup, friendship. That's no, cute. I think there's somebody that already has a friendship cup. So it's uh, I don't know. We'll call it the uh, um, we'll call it the the. Well, I mean the the football one was the battle for the paddle, but that was for Apo versus Odessa. Um, I don't know. We'll call it we'll call it something else. Um, but um, but yeah. So uh, beat Middletown two to one. Um, so that was that was a, a good win. Then uh beat McKean four nothing. Then uh William Penn three to two in overtime, double overtime. Um, and then big Christiana uh the other day four to one. Uh so we're heading into so that was uh three out of four were home games, and now we're heading into a into a week where we go three out of four in the next two weeks are are away games. So we go into a three three game away. Um, we're on like a road, like so. The San Antonio Spurs every year. Um, well, that rodeo road trip. Yeah, because the rodeo moves into into their arena, so uh, they call it the rodeo road trip where they go on like seven away games. Um, so that's kind of us. Like we're on our we're on our rodeo road trip. Um, it's the longest yeah. like it's the longest away streak that we have all 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 season. Um, so we play Abo on um on Tuesday. Odyssey Charter on Thursday. And then uh, Conrad the following Tuesday at Conrad, so uh, yeah. be good. So pathway to the playoffs is still there. Um, so you know, excited, excited for that to still be an option and to still have have the opportunity to to still be there. Um, so you know, we'll we'll go from there and see where see where the chips land afterwards. See where the ducks land. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're gonna be flying high, or you going you going into hibernation? <laughs> Do ducks hibernate? I don't think they hibernate. They fly More south. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there you go. Bear thing. Bears hibernate. Oh, um, throwing shade. There's no bears mascots. There's no bear mascot. I don't think. Yeah, never mind. You're not throwing any shade. <laughs> um. So uh, last time we spoke, you were heading to Virginia Beach. Yeah. Um. So yeah, went down to Virginia Beach. Um, interesting weekend for, for my 2010 boys. Um, we didn't win, but we didn't lose. (laughs) We tied all three games. That's positive. So we tied one, one, zero, zero. And then, um, we were in a bracket of three. So we went to, you know, the, in a bracket of three, or I guess you would call it a 16 bracket. Um, the top four teams go to a semifinal. So, um, we were actually in an interesting position where um, 
we tied the top team in the group. And if we had won our second game and, you know, scored four goals, we would have had to take PKs yeah. <laughs> to, to establish who played who in the semifinals. Yeah. Um, but we ended up with second place, ended up playing the first place team, tied them. And then the first time in my coaching career, I was the head coach in a penalty shootout. Ended up losing the penalty shootout um, four to three. Okay. Uh, so, good result for the boys. Um, we fell short of our goal. We were trying to be the first Delaware Football Academy um, tournament champions in history. Yeah. Um, fell short of that goal, but that goal can still be attained because no one else, no one else won their final on Sunday. And then, are which you, is unfortunate, but. And then, are you the next team that's going to play a tournament? Um, I think we have a bunch of teams going to play in Columbia on the boys' side. Yeah. So the goal is still attainable. I'm trying to I'm trying to cement my legacy here. There you go. There you go. Um, but the boys bought in, man. I mean, they they, they fought hard. They they knew what it meant. You know, I kept reminding them. I was like, hey, this is our big goal, but you know, we want to take steps in between. We gotta we gotta handle each match. Yeah. Um, and I guess you could say we did handle each match. We just didn't win any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't lose, which is, I guess, the, lose. The, 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 you know, the glass half full way of looking at it. So, um, I mean, my record, I'm undefeated with the 2010 boys. I'm 1-0-3. Oh, there you oh. go. Two goals, two goals scored and one goal allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing, I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, it's good. They're responding really well. I got a lot of positive feedback. You know, tournaments, you're able to, you know, kind of meet the parents a little bit yeah. more and talk to them as well. So. I was able to establish myself a little bit more, just understandings and talking to parents and they're enjoying the change and, and you know, they're they're the kids are enjoying the change, especially in the training sessions, which are good. Right. Um, it's just a matter of just, you know, when you get a new team and getting them to adapt to how you want to play and it's it's you know, it's coming. You can't you can't get it all at once. Um yeah. but you start you gotta take those little small moments and, and go from there. Yeah, you it's good. Each each Step step by step, each win at one at a time, right? Yep. And then for me, you know, being on a new club, it was nice going to a tournament with other teams to go, you know, watch other games. Watch other games. Yeah. yeah um, so I got to watch our 2012 or 2013 boys. I saw those two teams play, and I did not get a chance to see the 2014 boys because they played at the same time. But right. yeah, it was nice to hang out with the coaches, talk, you know, meet some other people, and. Yeah, it's just an overall good weekend. It's good. It's good. Good stuff. Yep. So we got a match. What is this air today? So I got a match at five. Yeah. So when you guys are listening to this podcast, you're on the field. I'm on the field. I'm taking, I'm playing the number one team in my bracket or in my league. So if I beat them, I'll be number one. Okay. So that's where, that's the goal. It's going to be another business trip. There you go. Um, I want to talk about this list that came out. The list. This list. So Forbes uh, magazine came out with the top 11 highest paid football players in 2023. Okay. Ronaldo right. finished second. All right. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to take a guess? So it's the top 11. So this is 11 of the world's potentially best players in the world. Um, I, I'm telling you right now. Off this list, you can't make a team. No, you probably can't because half of them probably are forwards that play in Saudi Arabia. 
All right, so uh, where where do you want to start? Top or the bottom? So Messi's number one, Ronaldo's number two. Let's start at the bottom. Let's start at the bottom. Let's start at the bottom. Oh man! So who do you think? Who do you think is number eleven on this list? How much? Are, how, you got to give me how much they're making. Uh, the num the the top spot is two hundred and sixty. The bottom spot is thirty four. Oh, is this just player earnings? Player earnings, not like not endorsements, not anything else. Just what they're getting paid as a club player, like what their club is paying them. Sadio Mane? No. Paid more. No, no, not. Sadio Mane is getting paid more. What league is that? What league are they playing in? All right. Sorry. All right. I'll tell you the league. Uh, this player is playing in uh, the EA Sports La Liga or EA La Liga, whatever it's called now. Mm, gotcha. Vinicius, yep. Vinny? Not Vinicius Jr. Think, think rival. Tristegan? No. I told you, you couldn't build a team. Uh, Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Yep. Uh, Big Bobby, as they call him in Spanish. Big Bobby. I don't know that he's ever been called Bobby before. Well, they call him Bobby in the Spanish broadcast on ESPN. So Bobby Lewandowski, 34 million. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy to go by Bobby. <laughs> no, he doesn't look like a Bobby. He right, looks like at, a Robert. At, at number 10, at number 10, at 36 million in the Bundesliga. Harry with the cane. Harry with the cane. By the way, uh, there was a picture that came out with Harry with a cane. Uh, Harry Kane was uh, training with some somebody I forget what who it was um, when he was younger, and uh, it was him and in another player, like a like a girls player, uh, when they were like thirteen and fourteen years old. He ended up marrying that girl. Hey, yeah. So, oh, was cute. love story. Yeah. Uh, all right, number nine, uh, thirty-nine million. Playing in the Premier League, thirty-nine million in the Premier League. That's right, man. That makes it tough because there's a lot of teams in Premier League. It, it, yeah, there's a lot of players in Premier League too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Are. Uh, play for Chelsea. Does not Chelsea play for play. Chelsea. Man City. Maybe. Is it Erling? Nope. Kevin. Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne, thirty-nine million. Uh, number eight, number eight at fifty-two. We go from thirty-nine to fifty-two. Nobody in the forties. Hey man, they gotta be better than Kevin De Bruyne. Thirty-nine to fifty-two in Saudi Arabia. Here we go. That's Sadio. That's Sadio Mane. That's right. <laughs> uh, at fifty-three million, playing Big Ben's, the, playing the Premier League. Oh, in the Premier League. Is that Erling? Nope. 53 mil in the Premier League? 53 mil in the Premier League. He's been a topic of conversation lately. Not necessarily in our podcast, but just in general in the world. Jaden Sancho? Nope. In the world? Premier League. Yeah. Come on. Need one. <laughs> Come on, give me, give me a Man name. You, 
Man U, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City. You 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 haven't you haven't you you're still a team that you haven't named. Who did I miss? Liverpool? Um, Mo Salah? Mo Salah. Oh, I forgot all about Mo. Damn, he's getting paid. He ain't been doing nothing. Yeah, he's getting paid. He need to get that money back. Um, all right, number six in the Premier League, fifty-eight million. Goodness gracious, these Premier League guys. Yeah. At this point, anyway. you already you got to know. Got to know. Yeah. This will be our last Premier League player. Well, Erling's the best player in the Premier League. So there you go, Erling. Uh, Erling. Dang, they're talking six, about paying him more. Six, six highest paid player in the in the world. Fifty eight million. We jump from fifty eight to one hundred six. Oh, uh, we're going back to Saudi Arabia. Uh, uh from fifty eight to one hundred six. Uh, in Saudi Arabia. Big Benz. Big Benz. That's right. There Kareem we go. Benzema at one hundred six. One ten. One ten. The next one at. Uh, playing in the League One Uber Eats, Killian, Killian, Killian Mbappe making 110. Man, these guys are getting paid two mil a week. And the and in the final the final three spots, I think we can all we can all figure out these these last three spots. It's just right. It's just a matter of the order. One twelve. I'm not even going to tell you one twelve. Wait, who's left? It's it's Messi, Ronaldo, and Neymar. 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 Neymar at 112, playing in the Saudi Saudi Pro League. All right, 135. Ronaldo. No sir. Messi. Messi's at 135. 260 million. Cristiano Ronaldo, who? By the way, I read a stat today. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has now scored at least 100 goals in three different decades. That's pretty sick. It's also pretty sick the fact that he's able to do it in the last three years. Yeah, true. Like, they took him only took him three years to score 100 goals in this decade. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard in Italy and Saudi Arabia. But he was in, in Italy and Saudi Arabia in this decade. He was in Manchester United. <laughs> Yeah, that's where he wasn't scoring the goals. Right, that's my point. Like, <laughs> that's why he left. Think about all that, and he still scored 100 goals. But yeah, isn't that crazy, the amount of money that, that's getting thrown around? And these are only the top 11. We're not even talking about like, you know, other players that are still making a decent amount of money. Uh, I mean, we're talking about the low, the lowest paid in this list is $34 million a year. So Broke boy, man. You're not even getting paid a mill a week. <laughs> not your money up, not your funny up. Well, here's the crazy part. Cristiano Ronaldo is still making 60 million um on endorsements. Yeah, I mean Messi's Apple TV deal is probably is nuts. So he so Cristiano Ronaldo makes more money on endorsement deals that than than almost half of this list. Actually no, he makes more money than half of this list makes in a year just on endorsements on the endorse, on the endorsements. Hey, if you ever see Cristiano Ronaldo, tell him to let you hold twenty dollars. He'll probably give you a thousand. <laughs> uh, Portugal also clinched uh, Euro qualification. Okay, France, Portugal, and Belgium. So you said, wait, hold on. Euro. Cristiano is two hundred and six mil, two hundred and sixty. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at this uh, graphic that was on Instagram. The market value of the starting 11 of XMLS players is only 204 mil. Of XMLS players? XMLS players, the okay. top 11 transfer values. Yeah. By position. Yeah. So like Matt Turner's in goal, 10 yep. mil. Mark McKenzie, 8 mil. Tim Ream, 1 mil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Ream. That's awesome. I mean, Alfonso Davies obviously boosted with 70 mil. Yeah. Um, I don't know who this Johnston guy is. He plays at Celtic, 7 mil. Darrison's got to be in there somewhere, right? No. No? Because you got, I'll tell you why, because you got Tyler Adams at 20 mil. You're on the 442 with this. Um, Kone for Watford is 10 mil. Jack Harrison is 22 mil. Miguel Almiron is 32 mil. Oh, I forgot about Miguel. Remember, remember Brendan Aronson, yeah, be playing in one of those positions. Ricardo Pepe, nine mil, and then Tati Castellanos, fifteen yeah. mil. Yeah. So yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo is worth more than every player, best players in the MLS. Wow, but and that's crazy about Jack Harrison though, because if you think about it. He played college soccer. Yeah, we played at Wake, even though, <laughs> like, even though he's from England originally. Yeah, but then he, he moved here and played club here, didn't he? Because he's te- he was technically an NYCFC homegrown, I think. No, he was a draft pick by NYCFC. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then like now, that's, he's, now he's at Leeds. Yeah. X MLS players. Wow. That is that is crazy. Uh speaking it would of be MLS, interesting if they if they flipped it. Of like current like, MLS players? And com- like biggest transfer values of like incoming MLS. Oh, players. like how much the MLS is paid for a transfer fee? Yeah, or no, just how, like how much a player, so like a player like Messi, right? Like even though he came over on a free, yeah, how much was he, like what is the highest value of a player when they came over? Like what was right, their right. value? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that would, yeah, that's crazy. Because like you could think you'd be like Messi, Gareth Bale, Benucci, like what were those guys worth? Yeah, what? I mean, Gareth Bale, probably not. He's worth a a, a golf bag. Yeah, he was born. He was he was uh, he was uh, he was worth the the round of golf. Um, all right, so wild quail. The, yeah, wild quail. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so so speaking of the MLS, um, one game left. Uh, right, two games left. One for the union. One for the union. Two for half the teams, and about one for the other half the teams. Or if you're DC United for whatever reason, you're already done. DC United fired your coach. <laughs> DC United's the only team that's already done. They no longer have any games. And, uh, and, got, and Wayne Rooney is out. Wayne Rooney's they're out, probably, but, Wayne, but Wayne Rooney's back in. He's at Birmingham <laughs> now, so he signed with Birmingham. Um, hopefully, hopefully he gets up out of his seat at Birmingham because I saw him. Yeah, no, three matches, 
and he sat down for a total. By the way, of do you know who? Minutes. Do you know who one of the minority owners of Birmingham City is? No, Tom Brady. Oh my gosh! <laughs> according so, to Bad Bunny, he's no longer the goat anymore. According to Bad Bunny, that's right. He's not. <laughs> it's, it's messy. <laughs> Messi's the goat. Yeah, that new Bad Bunny song is good though. Monica. Yeah, I was seeing the lyrics. Yeah, Monaco. Yeah. You said something yeah. about Maradona and Messi too. Yeah, basically, in. yeah, basically, you show up like you're the guy scoring after Messi and Maradona, thinking you're hot. Like, nah, like your goal don't count if you're the third goal. Yeah. <laughs> if Messi and Maradona score out before you do, the your goal doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So the Philadelphia Union clinched their playoff spot a while back, um, and it looks like based on points, they are likely to end in third place. Uh, no shot at no shot at second place. Uh, no shot at second place. Um, but unless they lose, um, unless they lose to New England, and then Columbus wins, um, and Columbus beats Montreal, um, or potentially if they lose to New England, and then yeah, I think even if they still lose to New England, and Columbus needs at least a tie. Um, to then get past Philadelphia, it looks like uh, they'll take on that third, that third playoff spot. Uh, which that third playoff spot ends up playing number six, right? Yep, it's at six. Right now, it's Atlanta. Okay, but if Atlanta wins, but the problem is here's the here's the kicker: New England has two games left. Okay, they got to play that Wednesday. New England Wednesdays. No, New England plays tonight. Oh, they play tonight. New England plays Nashville tonight, which could shake some things up. So there, are, there is still some chances where New England uh, could, in theory, surpass the Union. Um, so, but, but you know, ultimately we'll see what happens after after tonight and then after next week. Uh, Inter Miami, uh, not not in the playoffs. Uh, two games left. Uh, no matter what, would end up one point shy. Of the um the forty point mark, which is where DC United currently sits, uh, DC United fired their coach, but still could potentially be in the playoffs. Oh, so they could they still need to be training. Like they <laughs> they in theory right now are in that ninth spot in the playoffs. Um, they're above Red Bulls. Uh, I believe only because of goals in favor because they have the same goal differential, but they have more goals in favor. Um. So you'd have to look at the tiebreakers. Um, and then, So do you think that DC United is training right now, or do you think their players are on holiday? So there's 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 three potential teams, actually four potential teams that could that could get that could beat them. So NYCFC has to play Chicago, which is one of the other contending teams. So out of there, um, all they need oh, New York City just needs to win to get in. Um, and then hope that the Red Bulls lose and that Charlotte loses. Um, Charlotte plays into Miami twice. Uh, so that's the other thing. Charlotte also plays into Miami twice. So unless Charlotte drops six points, which at this point would be unlikely. Yeah. Um, the Red Bulls play Nashville in their last game. So there's still a lot up in the air, which, which is actually it's pretty fun. Like, to be honest with you, like it makes it it makes it really interesting. Um, to see to see this be competitive, which is what we what we all want. We want this to be competitive on the Western Conference. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what DC United is doing because me personally, I probably would have got on a plane and went somewhere and say, 
All right, let me know Saturday. If I mean, I realistically, you only, I mean, you you probably gave him off at least three or four days knowing you didn't have a game. Um, a little bit more gets cleared up because the because Nashville plays tonight, so that gets that clears a little bit up, and then uh, Charlotte plays uh, Miami on Wednesday, so at least through Wednesday, once Wednesday hits, you have a clearer picture of whether you're in or you're not, or you still have a chance chance or not. I'm I'm leaving. Look, my, my flight already left. My flight already left. I got a tentative flight scheduled on Monday. Yeah, and. Whatever the results happen, put it in a group chat so I can cancel my so I can get my money, so I can get my coins back. That's funny. Um, and the Western Conference, though, a uh, little bit of a difference there. Um, still a lot to play for. Um, you know, second place through um through thirteenth place are still kind of up in the air. Um. Realistically, actually, no, sorry. L- the LA Galaxy has no shot of making the playoffs. Uh, Come on, Ricky. Yeah, Ricky Pooch is out. Uh, Austin still has a sh- shot at it on the 12th seed right now. Minnesota has a shot at it. Um, all those teams are between two to three points out off of um, uh, off of FC Dallas, who's sitting at 42. But FC Dallas has two games to play. Um, so still a lot to be decided there. No shot of anybody beating St. Louis. St. Louis is in first place, and they have that locked in right now. Yeah, what it's crazy think? when you look at like the supporters' shield standings. Like, yeah. you got Cincinnati, Orlando, St. Louis, which is your first Western team, and then Philadelphia, Columbus, New England. Like, out of the first six teams, yeah, five of them are West or Eastern teams. One from the West. Yeah, there's not as there's a big separation, but then the then it all kind of even levels out. When you look at the eighth and ninth seed, um, that's where Montreal and DC United are on the same number of points as San Jose and FC Dallas. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so Messi, Messi's out. Um, but uh, another big news that came out yesterday uh, or today, um, uh, it looks like Alejandro Bedoya will not is likely to not be returning for the Union next year. Yeah, you can kind of see that. Um, it looks like he he decided that he wants to play another year, but the union are not willing to give him another contract. Uh, yeah, he had signed yeah. a one year he had signed a one year deal um, last year, and it doesn't look like they're going to renew that. Um, he's also the third highest paid player, um, which and he's making uh, he's making a little bit over a million, um, and it looks like he's he's not going to not going to stay. Plus. Some of the salary cap things are are changing. Kai Wagner, also another player to be rumored to, to be leaving at the end of this this uh, season. Yeah, going to the Premier League. Yeah, uh, he's been wanting to get out. Plus, I don't know that the union can afford him anymore. Um, yeah. And then the union are likely going to try to sell Carranza. So Julian Carranza likely to be sold. Um, which would be hey, man, they, they got to go find another Argentinian. Yeah, I mean, Joaquin Torres, I guess, is not and pan out. I like that kid. I just don't know that the gym did. No, well, he, the problem was he didn't pass the ball. Like, he would just yeah. come in and just start trying to dribble. Like, bro, pass the ball. <laughs> like, there's a, like, there's, don't get me wrong. Like, he's very technical and skilled, but like, yo, pass the ball so you can be technical when you need to be technical and finish. But like, you'd yeah. be sitting there and just dribbling that, dribbling out of the back, trying to build out of the back. It's like, bro, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. 
Um, do you think? I, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you think? But Bedoya leaving is. I, I the, the 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 thing that strikes me as odd is that, and I get it. He still wants to play, and he can still live his life here because he's lived here for now what seven years, seven eight years, something like that since. Bedoya is coming to the union, um, but he's established himself in the community too. He's he's a part of multiple organizations in the community, um, uh, on his own, like outside of the Philadelphia Union. So I I think you know it'll be interesting to see him not in that role anymore. Um, yeah, considering he is such a big part of the the community in in the Philly area. Um, yeah, he just gotta be realistic though. Like he didn't play a lot. He was injured. He's been injured a lot the past two years. Yeah. So, so he's not. I mean, he's not getting any younger, and I mean, his his performance just isn't there to to justify paying him being the third highest paid player. Yeah. No. Um. I mean, he missed a lot of matches this year, and even the matches he was available for, like the Union, have gotten out of that four four two. Yeah. Um. To to be able to to be able to you know live life without him. I mean, Jesus Bueno is. You know, proving that he can play. If they want to stick with that four four two, you could probably put him out there. Jack McGlynn is Doing basically well. told you, like, I need to play. Like when you, when you don't play me, your team isn't as good. Like I need to be the guy there. So I mean, it's it's you know giving the younger guys that opportunity, and that's what the union's all about, right? It's all they've yeah. always been a selling club and promote from within and grow from within. It's true. So you got this. Like even look at look at Harriel. I mean. Yeah, you remember he he was coming off the bench and Bizo was was yeah, playing. No, and now it's all Harriel. Like you never see Bizo play and, anymore. And Harriel got called up to the Olympic. Yep. Camp. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that man. McGlynn and Kramashi playing together in the midfield. That's gonna be a nasty midfield, yeah. dude. Be nice. I'm trying to tell you, dude. That is that's a dream midfield right there. If I could pick some players, I'd pick those two. Yeah. If I was Jim, I'm like, uh, how do I get Kramashi? <laughs> no, 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 he's not leaving Miami. Benjamin. He's Benjamin's not leaving. Come on. Nah, he's Benjamin now, bro. U.S. <laughs> Cats. Benjamin. He's Benjamin now. <laughs> uh, uh, like, where's where's Malik at? He, he's hurt. He got replaced, didn't he, in the, in the camp? Oh, uh, Malik. Malik. Yeah. <laughs> Malik. <laughs> You playing against uh, Germany, you Malik, dude. We ain't calling you Malik. <laughs> if you want to be Malik, you need to go put on them German colors for tonight. Uh, American, you need to be Malik. Um, uh, all right, player. That's like Jermaine. That's like Jermaine Jones, right? What would you call him if he was German? Hermani, Hermaine, maybe, yeah, Not Jermaine. <laughs> I don't know, but like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or like uh, John Brooks. Johan Brooks, like, come on, man. Jan, Jan Brooks. <laughs> Jan Brooks. Nah, yeah, Jan you, Brooks. Nah, you John. You American, <laughs> John. Um, Timothy Chandler, Timothy. <laughs> Timothy. Uh, all right. Uh, player of the match. Uh, oh. my player, my player of the match. I sent you my player of the match because I thought, I thought this this needed to be talked about. Um. Dwayne, who do you think is the least likely person to ever sponsor a a U14 girls team in Cardiff? 50 Cent, man. 50 Cent. 
G unit, man. Just when you thought G unit was no more. No, no, no. G unit is still back. It's still there. Um, AFC Rumney in Wales. Uh, one of the, the father's one of the players, I guess, works with, with 50 cent, uh, on tour. And, uh, he said, listen, we, we need, we need some cash. We need some green. And 50 cent said, I got you. Um, business is good for 50. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got TV shows. He's promoting. What, what TV he's shows like, he does he have? Power's on right now. Power Book Four. Oh, that's it. That's uh, it. Yeah, he's got uh, all the powers. There's four powers. He's got BMF that comes on. I'm trying to think. Mm. Is that all five of his shows? That might be all five. Um, this well, is good for fifty. Well, now all of a sudden, a- AFC Rumney is uh, wearing a wearing kits that say G Unit and Fifty Cent right underneath. So good old Curtis Jackson. Giving back to the community. I wonder if their warm-up song is 50 Cent's like mixtape. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be really, really cool. <laughs> you got the U14 girls talking about in the club. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't buy it's your birthday. <laughs> We're going to party like it's your birthday. There you go. Yeah. Candy shop. No, no, can't be doing no. that. No, that was like no. a, no, 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 no. That, that's that was the one I was. I still thought I could like think of, and I was like, 14 year old girls candy shop. No, 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 no. So you there you go, man. Maybe, maybe Hulu, maybe Hulu is coming up for 50 Cent. Maybe 50 Cent's gonna do the uh, the Snoop Dogg style. And uh, no, 50 Cent's with stars. Uh, but no, no, I'm talking about like Snoop Dogg, how he they he had that show, yeah, about, his 50s would be on stars. Yeah, so Snoop Dogg was on um, on Netflix, Coach Snoop. Then you got Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney with Wrexham. And then in um, in Stars, Coach 50. Yeah, 50. Let me let me get that assistant coach job. I know you know. I know you you could put the cones down and make it look like you know look good on the sideline. <laughs> let me coach this team. Let me actually coach this team. <laughs> No matter uh, how much you doctor it up, let, 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 let the professionals handle it. You can you can take all the credit. Yeah, you yeah. can take all the halftime speeches, but we we know it's really going on. <laughs> uh, all right, who's your player of the match? Player of the match, it's going to go to Philadelphia Union Shop. Um, I wore my uh, I bought a jacket there last year. I think it was for Juneteenth last year. Okay, or quality or something. Yo, everybody was complimenting that jacket. I was just wearing it because I woke up late. So shout out to the Philadelphia Union for that uh, jacket. It's pretty sick. There you go. Everybody was like, yo, that's hard. That's hard. I like that jacket. I was like, oh, I literally woke up late, threw on some sweatpants, and put on that jacket. <laughs> Dressed up as a coach today. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, October 14th, 1997. On this day in history. Jason Crow. You know Jason Crow? Nah, I doubt it. Um, Jason Crowd uh made his uh Arsenal debut in the Coca Cola Cup, the Coca Cola Cup, baby. Coca Cola Cup in 1997. One of the reasons why you probably don't remember Jason Crowd is because he only spent 33 seconds on the field before he was uh before he was sent off 
for a high, for a tackle that was a little too high. You probably couldn't even watch the Coca Cola Cup in America in 1997. So good old Jason Crow uh, holds the record currently for the quickest red card in football history. Yeah, like seeing in a place where like it's hard to watch certain FA Cup matches in America. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like you definitely could not watch the Coca Cola Cup. Like no. <laughs> There weren't no live streamers back then. No, couldn't couldn't do it. You better off getting uh getting uh it's a British name. What? I need a British name. You're better off getting Henry to uh mail you a VCR. No, same for the Nigel. game. I was gonna say Nigel. Nigel, there you go. Pierce, there Simon. You go. There yeah. you go. Simon Cowell. You better off asking Simon Cowell to mail you a copy of the by the way, speaking of Pierce, uh, I I would encourage everybody go to YouTube and look up Pierce Morgan, Slatani Bramovich interview. It's an hour and forty five minutes long, but it is a fascinating interview. Not only diving into Slatan's life, but the stuff that he says is just so funny. In a way, because you also you start believing him, and you're like, yeah, you you could be like he says. He flat out says, uh, "I the reason why I retired was because I don't want to have any long term physical problems with my knee, but I could go back right now and still be in the top five strikers in the world." <laughs> and he's like, "And I don't think that that's a fact." Yeah, I mean, that's we funny. just read that list of the top eleven. I, I think it's just funny because I, I had a moment like uh, I had a Zlatan moment last weekend. Yeah? What'd you do? Um, you yourself me, in a third person? No, no, no. I just felt so confident. It's probably more of like a Larry Bird moment. But kid was injured. Coach came on the field, talked to him. Ball's out. It was a throw-in, our throw-in right outside the 18. Okay. So I literally like sit there. You know, man, I'm, I'm coaching. You know, man, anytime somebody's hurt, I'm coaching. Yeah. Um. I literally told my winger to go inside the box and I told the kid throwing the ball. I said, and I told another kid to come over here. I said, throw the ball to him. I said, he's going to turn. He's going to beat the player. He's going to serve the ball. We're going to score. Okay. Straight like that. Like I was just like that confident. And the, the other team, like it's a throw and the other team standing right there. I was like, I looked at, turned and looked at the kid. I said, I'm so confident this is going to happen. I'm going to say this right in front of them. He's going to still beat them. He's still going to serve the ball in the box. And we did the, we did it. And we whiffed on the finish. And I turned around and looked at the bench and said, well, you heard what I said. I can only give you the opportunity. I said, I can't put the ball in the net for you. Bro. <laughs> I've also, I said, I'm also that confident that, like, I know what I'm doing. And yeah. they looked at me and was like, I don't think they all looked at me and said, I don't think we've ever had a coach, like, say that they're that good. And like yeah. that, I'm like, just that good. <laughs> It was so like I gotta send you. I'll send you the clip. I don't know yeah. if you can hear me because the VO is so far away. But yeah, yo, I was just that confident. I was like, yo, this is exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, moving on to the Dan Simmons Fair Play of the Week award. Talk about be people that are they're doing good for the game. Um. Uh. Mine. Mine goes out to Norwich City. Uh. So Norwich. Uh. On Tuesday, October tenth, which was World Mental Health Day. Uh, put out in video about um, 
about the the obvious signs when struggling someone struggling to cope um it's a pretty powerful video uh the i'll give you the 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 20 second version of it uh it's two it's two guys that are watching a game they're going to watch north city and one of them is visibly like looks looks sad or miserable the entire time the other one's super happy super happy so you're watching them through over the course of multiple games. They come in, they sit down in their seats, they do this and they do that, back and forth. Um, and all of a sudden, the 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 one guy who is all happy every single game that is no longer there, and it's it's his friend who's sad, who you know puts a scarf like on his friend's seat, and uh, uh, and, and the the tagline is is more about um, you know, it's it's not always that visible to to see it sometimes it's harder to, to spot those signs um so you always want to make sure you're checking on your friends and the people that that are around you that you, you know your loved ones um and i thought it was a pretty pretty powerful message um because again mental health is still something that that we're you know we're still not talking about all the time and we should be um and yeah, it's little things like that that I think are we need to do a better job with. So, um, also I I have sorry I have one more I have one more fair play of the week and I also have an anti fair play of the week as well. Anti fair play of the week. Yeah. Um. So, uh, my next one is uh, Spain played Scotland the other day in the Euro okay. qualifiers. Um, and Alvar Morata and Danny Carvajal, uh came out with headphones on um uh to talk about um oh, they came out with two kids with autism and they had headphones on um and it's part of the uh part of the Spanish uh federations um uh, making autism visible campaign um so I thought that was uh that was pretty special um and now here is my anti fair play and in my anti fair play um is going to go to um the Moroccan um women's national team uh and more to the Moroccan Football Association uh because they hired uh Jorge Vilda as their new women's head coach. Ooh. Uh and if you don't remember who Jorge Vilda is, Jorge Vilda is the uh, former Spanish women's head coach uh, who won the World Cup, um, but who is also named in the allegations alongside uh, his uh, his buddy Luis Ruiables, um, who kissed Jenny Hermoso. Um, yeah, so uh, he was part of he was he was also he's still under investigation um, for w- within the within the Ruiables case. Um, yet somehow Morocco's Federation thought that was the best choice available for a women's coach. Hey, that's when you put results over everything else. <laughs> that's not right, though. Hey, you're not you're not part of the Morocco Federation. Doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. I mean, I get it. I get it. We have to like, at some point we have to put a stop to these things, man. We have to, we, we have to get, we have to get rid of people that like not get rid of like, I'm like killing them, 
we we have to stop letting people that are trying to do bad things or have, have done bad things around children, women, um, whatever it is. Like people that don't do good things with others shouldn't be around those people. Like just 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 shouldn't be. And and it's now it's like a it's like an ongoing situation where every time left and right we we see this kind of thing happening and it's just not right. Then we wonder why we have to have a world mental health day. It's for things like this. Gotcha. So anti fair play of the week, Morocco Federation. Fair right. play of the week. Who's going right? out to uh, Kyle Wheatley? I'm, I'm only giving yeah. him the fair play of the week because he says he listens to the podcast. He wants to be on the podcast. All right. I told him after um, Odessa plays Sass, maybe we could record the podcast and we could talk about, we could recap that game. Right after? Like right after the game? Yeah. Go down, go on down to Cantwell's and, re- and record. Nah, just sometime after that. I think that'll be a good opportunity. Yeah, probably. But, but we'll see. We'll see if he really does listen to the podcast, or if he just listened to that one episode. We'll, we'll oh know. yeah, like, yeah. This is the test, right? Yeah, it's a test. It's he, funny, he, right? When when it, this is the fun opportunity that we have, where you know you get to like quiz people on the fact that like we should start. We should start giving out. Actually, no. Let me let me not say that because we do have one listener who is actively trying to get a koozie and is yet to get a koozie because I keep forgetting. Uh, um. Yeah, so, you better get me, defunk her koozie, man. Yeah, let me let me let me make sure I get some koozies in my in my car and make sure I get her a koozie this week. Um, but but outside of that, we we should start doing little contests and like that, things like that for our for our listeners that are out there. Because you know what? And I'm gonna call him out. Uh Subaru Park, New Jersey uh train rider. I mean, you are your you're you are your line of people man capping as the kids would say <laughs> not capping uh, um told me you were gonna listen to the podcast man well i've shouted you out three times now and zero 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 response oh man not the subaru park guy subaru park guy who said he was gonna listen to us on the train on monday morning maybe he's still on the train maybe he's still on the train um uh yeah uh also shout out to Luis who who still hasn't who hasn't i know he hasn't listened because he hasn't made a comment about the fact that you told me you caught him sleeping yeah at the game yeah so he hasn't listened to the episode yet and uh and he got plenty of time he was on a long flight he's in argentina right now so he with that dog <laughs> huh <laughs> he, he back he's checking on that dog <laughs> <laughs> he's with his beach dog no not yet not yet he'll be there in a couple of weeks though and then he'll be back to to go to restaurants with his dog sneaking him into restaurants putting him under the table yeah oh yeah i forgot to add this at the beginning of the episode but dfa tryouts november 6th and november 13th there you go register at root1sports.org there you go root1sports.org november 6th and november 13th you said yep 6 right, to seven thirty. For everybody that's not a 2009 and 2010 boy, and 7.30 to 9 o'clock for everybody that's a 2009 boy and a 2010 girl. There you go. Go out there and see Duane and the rest of the staff. Come out there and join us. All right. There you go. You know you want to. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening this week. And remember, always receive the ball on your front foot.